You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning. You're listening to the In Lead Podcast, and today I have a very large group of people. Tyler is back, so that's super exciting. Um, with that said, we're just going to dive right into today's episode, uh, try and play catch up from the week, and get our chat on a little bit. Um, what I want to talk about is how to help clients find the information they want on your site fast. So we had a question come in asking, um, you know, uh, are videos, images, and information pulled up from your local government website considered copyright infringement? So I wanted to elaborate a little bit on the do's and don'ts of media, how to upload it, and how to share it with your clients quickly, efficiently, and in the right way so you don't get in trouble. So Kelvin, if you want to start off with that one, that'd be awesome. Sure. Just as a general rule of thumb, whenever you're pulling information from another source, just always link back to it with something like a government website. If it's stats and local information, that's just general knowledge, then you're, you're totally fine. But always just as a good practice to cover your tracks, just make sure you're linking up to that resource, which is also going to just help your site. Um, having those external links, you want to have a good balance of external and internal links and show Google that you're connecting people with uh, external sources of good quality information. So just as a general practice, always abide by that. But with a government website, I think you're you're really safe. You're not actually taking someone's personal work, most likely. Uh, and I'm, okay, I'm going to preface this also by saying I don't know what specifically it is you're pulling from the site, but I'm assuming since it's a government site, it's local info, general knowledge, it's just available to the public. Now, with that said, let's say because government sites themselves can be pretty clunky, you know, pretty clunky and wonky to work with. True, usually outdated. Um, what's some good information to pull up and 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 have on your site to just get you know get that information out there? And where should you put it on your site as well? A lot of the information I've come across on government related sites are very good for your Instafarm pages. There's those are great places to just have community information relating to a lot of different statistics, things about schools, um, utility information, all kinds of different stuff that you could be getting from government websites. A lot of that's going to be really useful for Instafarm pages specifically. Not that you couldn't make a blog around that type of stuff, but Instafarm pages are generally where I would probably see you putting that type of information. Awesome. Alec. Did you want to chime in on specifically blog posts or landing pages or any way to use that creative information? Uh, No, I I just want to say that I always, um, obviously, like what Kelvin said, that we don't know exactly what they're talking about polling, but I always, always, always err on the side of um, it's probably wrong (laughs) when it comes to copyright infringement. It takes two seconds to fire off an email and say, hey, do you mind if I use that? I'm a local realtor. Do you mind if I use that video, that, this, that, um, to just get some kind of a written thing that says you have permission to use it. Cause you, you don't, you don't want to mess with it. It's really not worth it for one image or for one video. Well, let right. me tell you, me and Ty have been through it and we've had, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to add to that. Like if you're asking the question, I'd yeah. say, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if like, if it's even like here, so here's why I'll, I'll I think Robert's going to, but like the worst day in the world is when you get a letter from an attorney or an email from an attorney. And this could potentially do that. You could be, you're, you're probably, if you did this 100% legally right, but some lawyer could still make you have like living hell on earth for what, like two months. Like these things could go on for two months. And like you literally will have to hire an attorney, 
have pay that attorney's fees to defend yourself, even if it is legally right. So um, to me, it's probably just cheaper, less stressful, and uh, let you get the job done sooner to just like not do that. Yeah. Um, but that's just a general rule for me. Well, and then <laughs> like fun story when we were the one of the first websites we made when we were starting out, I was building it. I went and on Google, I was very ignorant to all this stuff and I typed in trees. I took the fourth picture. Uh, yes, the of tree, some, the aspens. Of some, <laughs> <laughs> some aspens. And I added this, made this beautiful, I customized it, I added some color to it. Um, and we ended up in, you know, it wasn't the first year in business. It wasn't the second year. It was like our third year. Um, they actually have bots that crawl the internet and can figure this stuff out. And it turns out we stole the photo from a guy who takes photos for Disney, for Apple, for all these huge companies. And he has very expensive photos. It was about $9,000 is what we settled for. And it was probably one of the, one of the worst days <laughs> we've had here. So like just not even days, Rob. like, like that yeah, was, there's the first letter and then you go back and forth. And, was, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, not worth it. the easiest like, way is like go big on stock is like, yeah. Wikipedia, big stock, anything on Wikipedia is creative commons. That's a good thing to know. So if you want to go get a quick shot of your city, you can type in Albuquerque and get a picture that's creative commons, but you can also Google searches by creative commons. So if you're, if you add that in your keyword, you'll get all these creative and there's also creative commons for creative use. And then there's also creative common commercial. So make sure you're using a commercial use image and then everything. It's really easy. Like if you go to a stock photo site and you're doing due diligence, whatever you do, stay away from Getty image and Shutterstock. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's that's the best tip I got. Yeah, definitely. So with the one thing that I want to point out with this gov- with government sites specifically as well cuz I have ran into this this problem with uh, a couple clients. Um specifically in Nashville. Nashville, the city of Nashville uh hired a web building. Of course the dogs are going to bark. Okay, here we go. Ready? The city of Nashville hired these dogs. <laughs> That's funny. You have to keep that in now. Uh, I know, (laughs) The city of Nashville hired the uh, a web building, a website development company to build their these. (laughs) Give me one second. I swear to God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Let me just go ahead and notate that in the old uh, the old notes here. All right, we ready. Yes, sir. Good. The the city of Nashville actually hired a web development company for their site, and they copyrighted that site. So even though the city is the one, you know, they're advertising their city, they're showing the stats of their city. The company itself itself still owned all of that content. So what I recommend is if it says Nashville.com, chances are that's a private company who built the site and actually owns the rights to it. If it says Nashville.gov. The .gov is the important part where you can pull information pretty freely because your taxpayer dollars are the ones paying for that website. That is technically content that you can use. With that said, still still reside on the on the side of caution. You do not want to run around pulling images and pulling content from stuff without asking anyways. So that's yeah. the one thing that I always recommend as well, specifically for government stuff since that's what the question was pertaining to. Yeah, I think that's a really good point to make because with .org and a lot of the text information on there, like the stats and numbers that you would want to use on your Instaform page, you're in a pretty good spot. But then like with what Robert, Tyler, and Alec were talking about with media in general, don't even bother with it. And always just as a general rule of thumb, ask. So good point and to we've make. Had... Well, Go ahead, Robert. 
Oh, sorry. On YouTube videos, isn't YouTube YouTube's open free game, right? Yes. Like you post a video on YouTube, it's it's you've signed away your rights, and anyone can use your YouTube video. So it's yes, but there have been cases that come up about, about it. So like, it's just one of those things. You're a real estate agent. You're making money, and if some guy who's drone video you in bed gets pissed, he can you can you can pay. And maybe he maybe his great uncle just died, and he has like twenty million bucks to burn. He can spend a million bucks paying a local attorney to make your life. <laughs> That's a good point because it doesn't matter like, if you have a fair suit or not. Yeah. You're still allowed to sue somebody, and somebody still has to go talk to their attorney and send responses back to you. Exactly. So, he could be completely in the wrong, but it's just going to take up your time and money. So that it's yeah ask <laughs> just saying <laughs> just throwing fair it out enough. there yeah fair enough <laughs> i make them <laughs> i think uh i think that question was answered very well and and to top it off i mean we have a, we have a help desk article on on cc on copyright like is this safe to post it goes very in depth uh i'll link it in this in the show notes of this episode for you folks as well um, it's, it is a scary thing and judging by, I mean, you're hearing it from the horse's, you know, the horse's mouth at this point. Um, I, the, when I first heard that story about the Aspens, I, it blew my mind because it, Tyler's right. It's, it may, the money may not be the issue. It's the time and energy and blood, sweat, tears put into this when you could be out go, going, generating leads or selling homes. So play it safe. Don't be dumb. Make the conscious, de- you know, the conscious decision to really, really, Cross your T's, dot your I's, and make sure it's all done. Um, with that said, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for sitting in. Nice little eight-minute episode. Uh, appreciate you folks taking the time to sit in with me. Uh, waste eight minutes of your time and, and talk about some very important, I think, one of the, some of the most important stuff uh, when it comes to writing content and, and figuring that out. Um, on behalf of the crew, if you do have any questions, feel free, feel free to send in a ticket to support at easyagentpro.com or tweet us at easyagentpro. Um, and we will see you next, uh, next podcast, which is tomorrow. Exciting. See you guys. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.